Welcome back to Pod 19, the weekly coronavirus podcast from Ghana that brings you bite-sized information on all things COVID-19. I'm Bushani Ragra, your host, and thank you so much for joining us this week. Now, in the last podcast, I spoke about the preparations for the return to face-to-face classes, either entirely or on a rotational basis. By and large, schools have been closed for about 18 months as part of efforts to curb the spread of the novel coronavirus, SARS-CoV-2. Now, during that time, virtual learning has been the means of engagement, but that has not been the most practical or accessible avenue for engagement. To bridge the gaps that exist, tablets, textbooks, worksheets, and other things have been distributed to supplement online learning. But the geographical challenges complicated by certain disparities, such as access to reliable internet and even electricity, means that virtual learning disadvantages some groups of children. Now, at a recent forum, the Minister of Education, Priya Manikchan, emphasized the magnitude of the learning losses experienced locally. In fact, according to information she had, hundreds of children have dropped out of the school system. Here is the minister speaking at a forum held at the Artichon Conference Centre. We, in this last year, tried very hard in difficult circumstances, not here in Guyana, in the world, in the world, to continue to engage our children. Yet we have seen significant learning loss, significant, two grades back. Yet we have seen dropouts at the primary school level, at least a thousand so far. Minister of Education Priya Manikchan. Now what the minister said is not entirely out of the blue. In August, just a month ago, it was reported by the Education Ministry that some 536 pupils were absent from this year's sitting of the National Grade 6 Assessment, the NGSA. That was held on August 4th and 5th. Now, this assessment is Guyana's version of a secondary school entrance examination, essentially positioning children to move beyond primary education and into broader, more specialized subject areas. Commonly, the NGSA is referred to as a high-stakes examination. But this year, more than 500 pupils did not sit that examination. And that begs the question, where are they? And even, why didn't they sit this assessment? The minister suggested that these children may have dropped out of the formal education system, but she emphasized that the ministry would spare no efforts in reintegrating them and ensuring that pandemic losses do not translate into lifelong challenges. Just for a bit of context, however, The situation of learning losses is not unique to Ghana, even though I am emphasizing the unique disparities that exist here. In Trinidad and Tobago, for example, their education minister, Ms. Nyan Gadsby-Dolly, says that physical classes are needed to curb the same learning losses. Globally, in May, a UNICEF study found that 240 million children, or one in seven children globally, have missed more than three quarters of their in-person learning and numerous United Nations agencies published a joint framework for the safe reopening of schools. So it is against this backdrop that there has been this thrust towards reopening schools for physical or face-to-face classes. But this is still a pandemic. Right now, Ghana is experiencing a worrying surge in cases. More than 70 deaths have already been recorded in September, and the month has already recorded the highest number of new infections. This is higher than any other month in the pandemic. And the education minister publicly said that at least 17 schools were forced to temporarily close since some teachers were infected with COVID-19. At this point, it is unclear whether children 
who returned to schools for face-to-face classes were infected too. Exacerbating the situation are reports that the surge is being caused by the still unconfirmed Delta variant of the coronavirus, which is seemingly attacking younger people too. So there are many questions, you know, what do you do? Do you keep schools closed and allow learning losses to continue? Do you try as much as reasonably possible to reopen schools but roll out measures to keep children and teachers safe? And further, if you do open schools and you try to keep those people safe, will it be enough? One final question, is there another alternative? For now, there seems to be one glimmer of hope. That is, the Pfizer vaccines that are being given to children older than 12 years so that secondary schools can be reopened with a fully vaccinated student and teacher population. Further along, it is expected that children aged 5 to 12 might be able to benefit from these vaccines too, as long as clinical trials confirm that they can indeed get these vaccines. The second doses of these vaccines are being administered right now, which means that hundreds of children are on their way to becoming fully immunized against the coronavirus. And that's all for this week's episode of Pod19. Thank you for joining us. If you have any questions, concerns, or comments, please feel free to reach out to us via our Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter accounts at The Newsroom Guyana, or send us an email at news at newsroom.gy.